0: Live from Sydney, this is Yitzhi Tobol, building Jerusalem. guest today is Rabbi Gershon Avtzen.
1: Yes, I am. My name is Rabbi Gershon Avtzen. I'm originally from Detroit, grew up in the Lubavitch home, finished yeshiva, came to Yitzchol, and now I work mainly with youth at risk. You're the Rosh Yeshiva at? I'm the Rosh yeshiva at the RAP. At the RAP.
0: Can you tell us a bit about the RAP?
1: Okay, so before I did the rap, I've always have had this notion and feeling to work with youth. And therefore, I felt that people did not understand and weren't, didn't educate the youth in the way that they can accept it. But I would have never made the rap. I worked mainly with being makariv from people, modern from chesidish to chesidish. And then I was called in by Avchadakov, and he told me that mainly I should work with our own youth and help them come back, help them feel the beauty of Yiddishkeit, and in a year or two, if I'm called to do it, I should do it. Exactly two years later, I was asked to work with our youth, and since then, which is 1992, Yud Alef Shvat, Tov Nun Beis. Since then, I've been working with it. Most of the time I had my yeshiva, the rap, full force going on, dealing with youth that either went off already from Yiddishkeit or or at risk in Yiddishkeit. And the name rap, the kids named it, they liked it. They called rap, Rabbi Hafson's program, and that's how it stayed.
0: Ah, that's so rap is a it stands for Rav Absence Program. Right. Wow, I learned something already.
1: <laughs> and they also called the rap because I know how to rap, and they make a rapport with kids. Ah. So they made it for like three things together.
0: Beautiful. It should go from strength to strength. Yeah. Did you, Did you start off by like creating your own institution, or did you work out with other well, people? Well, I started
1: off. It was well, that time. It was very not common, and wasn't the in thing to work with kids that went off the derch. So there was this Baal Shiva of Khabar which opened up. But for monetary reasons, they thought they'll get more money if they work with kids also that went off the derch, and they had no idea how to work with them. Mm. And they asked one person, and he wasn't able to deal with them. And then they came to me exactly, they didn't even know that I was told to do it. And they came to me exactly two years later, I was told that for a year or two, you asked to do it, you should do it. So I didn't even ask for money, and the next day I started working with these kids.
0: Amazing. So th- just to clarify, um, I, I think I, I understand most of what you're saying, but for people listening along who don't, who don't follow the, the language... Uh, Bald means like someone who wasn't religious. in his wasn't religious,
1: religious and be, saw the beauty or wants to become religious. And this is what they call OTD, off the derch. In other words, children which came from religious homes, the Bavich homes, other Chesidish, Litvish, no difference homes. And for some reason, either the system didn't appeal to them or because of other reasons, they either left totally the system or they felt that they it didn't speak to them, and they didn't want to continue with the yiddishkeit. So they looked for a place and a person that they're able to feel that they can be close with, and he can help them. That's what the raps all about.
0: That's what the raps all about. Mm-hmm. So when when someone new comes uh, through the door, and and you're you're dealing with what an unknown quantity, do you feel like? You have some idea of where he's coming from even before he st- you started getting to know him as a person? Well,
1: it's very interesting that your question. Most places go and interrogate and ask people about and ask the other places where he learned and why he, was, and why he left and if he was thrown out. I speak to the person himself. If I see that the person's sincere, and wants to give Yiddish card a try, I tell him, we're not looking at the past. And I don't even ask so much, I have a a general idea of what's doing with him. And the first thing is, give him the feeling that he he is wanted, that he is accepted, that he is important. There's different things, first accepted, then wanted, then important, he's worth something. And he begins to have feeling that I care for him. And not only I care for him, I, they can trust in me. And they can tell him whatever they confide in me. And they can say whatever they want. And whatever they say, not like most yeshivas, you're afraid they might backfire on you. Whatever they say will only be for the good. They won't be even given over to their parents if they don't want.
0: That's really interesting. So in a lot of yeshivas, let me see if I understand you right. In a lot of yeshivas, the students are um, maybe cautious about what they tell the, the rabbis because they could get in trouble for various things, or they could look, be frowned upon or even be reported. If they have,
1: if they have a girlfriend, mm-hmm. they won't tell their rabbi. If they watched a movie, they won't tell the rabbi. If once they were Mechal Shabbos, even once, they won't tell the rabbi. Because, you know, later on, the oh, you know, you did this and this and this. Therefore, they're afraid to say, so they really lock themselves in, and they're playing the game because they want to protect themselves. Right. But they, they really can't develop themselves because they're not real, because they can't play the real game. By me, they can be open and be real, but if you're real, then you can be, then you can change over real. I'll give a simple example. Sure. There was a guy that was once thrown out of a yeshiva. Now, he did not know that I knew he was thrown out of a yeshiva. And he didn't know that I knew anything about him at all. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't ask too many details. I heard general, and the person told him that the only person who might be able to help him is Rabbi Afton, his yeshiva. So, now then his father, which is a hush of a person and a prominent person, came from the States to see, you know, what's doing with him, why he did it, what he did, but his father still didn't know a lot of things about him, because his shiva didn't know a lot of things about him. Now his father came, and I happened to be walking in a certain place because I had to meet someone, and. By mis- mistake, by Ashgocha, I happened to notice that he has a girlfriend and everything. Now, I didn't know that that's the guy for sure. But I, my intuition was that this is the guy.
0: So let me see if I understand. You were walking and you happened to, to notice that one of your students...
1: No, he's not a student. He's one that's supposed to be, come to me the next day to be a student... Happens to be hey, I have the a same girlfriend in
0: you, and you see that he has a girlfriend,
1: and he didn't notice me. Right. Now, the next morning he comes with his father, and he comes up, and the guys were playing during breakfast. They were playing Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Mm-hmm. Playing? You mean on a, on like a, a radio?
1: No, uh, uh, you know yeah. Yeah, the radio. They were playing okay. or radio or in the or, you know, CD whatever mm-hmm. a Simon and Garfunkel song. Now, he goes and says, during breakfast, he goes and says, comes down and tells his father in front of me, Tati, this is not for me. Place, he him. And they listen to Simon and Garfunkel openly in the middle of, uh, you know, by breakfast. Not for me. So I told him. I think it's not for you for a different reason. Because over here, everyone over here is honest with me and honest with themselves. You're not honest with yourself. So if you're not honest with yourself, you don't belong here. You're still playing the game, go to the yeshivs and play the game. You want to be honest with yourself, you've come over here.
0: Well, wow.
1: Now I didn't tell him that I saw him with a girl. Right. But, all of a sudden, he realized that it's a real person. This is real over here. Tell him mm. Simon and Garfunkel is not your problem. And if a person plays Simon and Garfunkel by me, he can play it during, uh, during breakfast. Because I'm not going to do anything for him. That's not the biggest of and what happens is they realize that I give them leeway and I let them do different things. I don't fight with them. I don't lock them up. I let them be honest with me, honest with themselves, give them trust, tell them they're worth something. All of a sudden they don't, they don't care to take marijuana and all these things because the reason you take it is in despair, you don't feel good about yourself. You're doing it because you're not happy with yourself. Instead, they become happy with themselves. They think that someone cares about them. Someone thinks they're worth something. Someone's ready to help them. Someone embraces them. Someone really is there for them. And he has no reason to. He's not a parent. He's not forced to do it. It's not that he has some responsibility. He's doing it because he really authentically and really cares for them. And they know that some people come and they can't afford it and all these different things. So what happens? They begin, they begin to have a trust in me. And then they feel, they understand I have a trust in them and I give them that they're worth something. And, they, and I told them, you know, you guys are even better than the regular guys. The regular guys never went off. They're nine to five job guys. They'll never make it in life. They'll just make enough that they live on. But you guys take chances, you do some wild stuff, but you're ready to, you're gonna make it in life. So all of a sudden, wow, the whole time they were put down, all of a sudden, they feel that they're special. Like the Rebbe says about the soldiers, that they're not wounded soldiers, they're special soldiers. So therefore, all of a sudden, they have a different look upon me, a different look upon themselves, and that's how it goes. Now, I'm not a person who runs around the whole world recruiting people. I'm a person that most people come because their friends or their relatives had a great experience, and they tell them, you want another person that's ready to care for you, loves you, gonna accept you. Not without any ifs and buts and binds. And it's not money, how much money you have, but it's me and me. It's who are you? So then, all of a sudden they say, oh, there's someone that cares about us. Not because because my father's got money. Not because, because of this reason, this reason. Not because anything, but because I am myself, then all of a sudden They open they ready to accept You don't lock them down. You don't treat them like children. It's the adult. Let's decide What's best for you to learn you want to learn halacha, you want to take the challenge, we'll give you. You want to learn this? We'll give it. you So there is a system, but each person, the system is catered to help each person help himself and build himself. Not that you lack in the system, but the system is made to help you utilize the system, but you to build yourself what's best for you.
0: Fair. That's really wonderful. Do you feel like the people, um, some of the young people who come to you who are Maybe like in some sort at odds with how they grew up in some ways. Do you think all of them? I mean, some of them obviously are using alcohol or drugs or what have you. Do you think all the ones who are are doing that out of, as you say, a sense of despair, or is that?
1: There's all types. First of all, not everyone comes to me. I have different programs. Also, I have also a program for Smicha guys, guys which I want to be chilled, but they don't want to be locked up and they don't want to fake the game to be part of the system. They want to grow in their own way and be able to feel that they can relate to Hashem and and appreciate things in their own way. That's number one. Number two is a lot of people take it because of social pressure. A lot of people take these things because, why not? It's fun. Though they're going through their adolescent years, so you're always trying things. Mm-hmm. And the Rebbe said in 1965, the Rebbe spoke, 64, 65, that most rabbis condemn the hippies. The rabbis said, don't condemn the hippies because the hippies, they're looking for something. They're just not going to become doctors or lawyers and the IBM computer, man. But they want to become, they want to find themselves. Mm. So But they don't have the guidance. They don't have the... Feeling and they're afraid to do things, so therefore they go a little sugar. They do all crazy things, but they're doing it because not because they're bad, because they're nishama's yearning for something. Here, many people they're just sick of playing the whole game mm. and they want to be themselves. So, okay, how many years can I can I go through and play the game and just go through the motion mm-hmm. without the emotion? You know, the Rebbe says, gola and Gula." gola where you put in the Aleph, and Gola becomes Gula. But most people go through Yiddish. Kind. Can you
0: explain this? This word
1: Gola means exile.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can take the Gola out of Yiddin, but you can't take the Yid out of Golas. Mm-hmm. You can take the Yid out of Golas, but you can't take the Golas out of the Jew. Because mm-hmm. they have these exile people, even in, when they're
0: redeemed from exile, right. still have an they, exile mentality. That's
1: right. So, those, that's most people. So, you but have when to you put, put in, Aleph in Aleph, which is alufa shaloylam, godliness, alukus. So, then it gives you a whole different perspective on the world hmm. and it gives you a thing of above the world. So, if you put the people,
0: Aleph, the word for exile good. becomes the word for Gula redemption. For redemption. Uh-huh.
1: So, that's the Rebbe says. I tell people. Most people do Yiddishkeit because the motion, they go through everything and they come to Shul and they dove and they do this, they go to Seder they, and they went through the whole system, but they never felt a connection. The motion without the emotion, E is in English, elokus. Mm-hmm. E is energy, they don't feel it connected with them. And I try to get them to feel connected that they, that they want to do it, not because they're forced to do it, not because the system says, if you don't do it, you'll be punished. You do because you, you finally get this feeling for it. You understand that there's something deeper. And it's not just black and white. Judaism is in black and white, never was. Judaism is, it's your connection with Hashem. And that's a lot more than what the system is. The system is more, Block. It's a it's a square, and here all of a sudden you're out of it. So so from, you can sway a little at the beginning, because you, you're not in, blocked in the system. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning you sway a little. But then when you go, you can go to heights which the system won't let you do, because it locks you.
0: Why Why doesn't the system let people go to these heights?
1: Because because it's scary. You can go you can go different ways. Mm-hmm. so if you like it, it's much easier. And all of a sudden, but some kids, one time there was a family, three kids that came to me, that all went off. The fourth kid came to a friend of mine and said, oh, Rabbi Afton, I'm not like my brothers, I don't need your program. I went through the system. I'm even a shliach in a place. I told them, I think you need them more than other, your, all your three brothers. Because your three brothers went off, and they, were, they knew that they needed to reconnect. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to reconnect, and they were looking for the truth. And they're firm now, all three of them. One's a and the other two are firm people, regular. The other you, you did it because of the system. And you feel that you don't need it. You're above me. You don't need it. As far as I know, who knows? I give you a year's time, you'll be in NYU and fly out. And that's what happened. Why? Why? Because he just went through the whole system, but he never, he never had his connection with Eberster. Was- how, do you,
0: how do you go about inculcating that, that personal connection? Well,
1: you have to be... First, you have to be open with yourself. And you have to be honest with yourself and speak if you have a problem. Most people won't say that problem, but to me they can speak. Mm-hmm. If you can't speak out, the the, the worry of a person You So the Rebbe says, brings out, what, if the the, digress, the worry, uh, the of, the worry of a person, you should speak outside. So most people, it's the most simple. It says, "Die when you speak outside. You know, you get it out of you, right? Die. You, you, you should just speak it out. It's just good, it's healthy to get it out of your system." The Rebbe says, "No, die when you speak it out, you take it out. Then you, then you're free to be yourself."
0: Ah, uh, so the phrase doesn't just mean um, worry should be spoken out. It means. That when worry is spoken, it is it goes it, it out, goes it goes from the system.
1: So, if they're not able to speak it, not able to mm. express themselves, so what's going to be it's going They'll to be stay, haunted
0: by those demons?
1: They're staying in within themselves,
0: okay? So, that I think that's that's a that sounds like something of a precondition. So, in order for someone to even have it have a chance, they have to be able to be honest with themselves and honest with someone else and to be able to express themselves. So, many times,
1: weren't them. able to be honest with someone else because they were afraid. It might hurt them. Sure. And the system doesn't allow it.
0: Sure. No, I get that. I'm saying what, beyond that, right? So you have this honesty that you, that you work hard and to see. So establish. you first
1: build a tr- you, you give them warmth. Mm-hmm. You Like the Alter says, we know that there's different ways of the different Talmudim, the love, how you love another person. The Gubzusha of Anipoli, ah. so he, Gubzusha of Anipoli, he didn't see any bad of a, on the persons. Therefore, he loved everyone because there's no bad. He was a different level, but more connected with the world. For He, he saw the bad, but at each person, he was malamitzchus. He found some merit for the person. He did it for this and this reason. Mm-hmm. The alt says, no, let's go step number three. You have the person, you see his dirt, He's soiled and everything. You embrace him as is with his soil. And you show him love and you show him confidence. You show him everything. And then, then you, after you embrace him, he's ready to accept you totally. He sees you accepted him as is with everything. And you see all the dirt with, that he has. Physical, spiritual, whatever. And you accept him. So then, then you later, only later on, you wash him and you bathe him and you give him more and then you guide him, but then he's ready to accept everything. Mm. And that's a, that's a, that's a real, real step. And that regular system doesn't know how to do that.
0: No, regular system doesn't. Do you think the regular system could learn how to do that? Well, they have to be ready to learn how to do it. <laughs> but first, we have to accept the regular system as it is. Covered in no, dirt.
1: no, they are for a lot of people. The regular system is great, mm-hmm. but even they, even for those people, if they'd have more warmth, it will, not only won't hurt, wouldn't hurt, it would help a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's for sure. That why sh-
0: do you, Why do you think that, that's so lacking in the modern system? Well,
1: I saw it when mm-hmm. I was a child. And at 18 years old, I was up three nights. And when I was up three nights, I visioned what is my life. I didn't think, because those days wasn't people off the deck, but I figured within the system to go and bring a warmth, a love, a depth of learning, a love for learning, an understanding, help someone that has problems in learning. Some people just go because they didn't make it. And no one really cared for them. They cared about the top part of the student. Mm -hmm. Or at least the middle half of the cycle, the middle part of the group. But for anyone mediocre and down...
0: There's no interest. There's no support. That's
1: right. Unless you're, like we said money, unless your father had money, so you played, so you did it for the money. But then the kid sees you doing it for the money.
0: Mm-hmm. Then Why it becomes another layer of authentic game.
1: It's not real authentic.
0: Can I ask you about this a bit more? You said that when you were 18, you stayed up for three nights? Yeah. In a row?
1: Yeah. Shvisho Pesach uh, was my birthday. Okay. And we were up Shvisho Pesach. Okay. So I learned the mime, and then I reminisced on the mime, when I was thinking, what is... What the, what is that was my birthday? What is what is wanted for me? If either I'm going to go and go to university, whatever, I'll be uh, I'll get smicha, I'll get married, I'll go to university, or my other my my first choice is I'm going to do something an innovation in yiddishkeit. I'm not going to be the regular person. Mm-hmm. So what was the thing I was going to do? So I realized what's lacking. So then I really we had to think, do I have the Koychas and Nefesh for it? That was the second night.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have like the the energy of spirit for it?
1: energy and really to the, for survey, you know, to be able to go through it because so there's a lot of, you go through a lot of problems and you have to go through everyone's problems and you know have to, from one thing you have to take it personal because it's too true and you have to feel for the other person for the other thing it can it can blow your mind you have to be able to, not everyone's able to to be able to manage and go through everything we're not speaking about someone who doesn't care we're speaking about someone cares and the third night was late so i was helping my mom you know, putting Pack every packing prison. up for everything. And meanwhile my mind was in a different place. And when I finished I told my mother, this is my plan. Plan A is this way of Schlich is the whole thing. And my mother other people would have looked at me like I'm some type of dreamer. Yeah. And my mother was a very deep and understanding person. I was very she understood me and she said Yeah. That's what you know, you like you got it.
0: Hmm. Great, and then she's aborted you with that
1: 100%. Wonderful,
0: wonderful. Could you, um, we, we're rapidly running out of time, but could you share a bit of about that, that mime or that teaching of the Rebbe that that moved you to stay awake for three days? Well, is, uh,
1: maybe we'll do can by the sure. Fabringen tonight, but uh, ah.
0: I... can, can you give like a, a, a very short overview? Is that no, it
1: was, it was a MIMA, was whose idea of. That the Rebbe speaks about was that we'll have a few things together. Sichah the Rebbe speaks about That you have to give it, that they should feel it, and it should be felt in an internal way. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that you're just teaching someone; they have to internalize it. <coughs> and for them to internalize it, you have to. You, the it has to come. From you, from you, in a real way. Otherwise, they can't internalize it.
0: This is the idea of uh, words that leave from the heart and to the heart.
1: Yeah, but it's got only. But you have to give it in a way, In other words, you have to put it in front of them totally. But not like just like giving information, but them use them that they should internalize it. So you're giving it in a way that they can just take it. And they see that there's so much pneumus in it, it just they weren't they not seen beforehand. So then they can take it, wow, Yiddishkeit is it's it's in front of me, it's tangible, it's real. And it's and it's powerful.
0: Yeah. Rabbi Goshan, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: I look forward to the program
0: tonight.